Hi, and welcome to WOW Talk. I'm Donna Capacity, a thriving cancer survivor. And I'm her naturopathic doctor, Darlene Gustin. We're here to encourage, educate, and empower you on your journey to optimum wellness. Today's topic is one of my favorites, stress. (laughs) Why do we laugh? (laughs) No, and where do we begin? (laughs) Let's begin with saying, how does stress affect you? Oh my, I'll tell you right away, I feel the heart start to race. I get butterflies in my stomach. I feel a terrible sense of dread. And it almost makes me feel like I'm going to be sick. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. <laughs> so the reason I asked was because we all feel stressed differently. So some people will have it affect their bowels, other people it will give them insomnia, other people will get high blood pressure, anxiety, hair loss. So everybody feels it their own way. So I usually tell patients Wherever your weakest link is, your most vulnerable area of health, you'll probably feel stress there too, more pain, more inflammation, and um, and therefore it's treated different ways. In the naturopathic profession, we talk a lot about the adrenal glands. We call them the stress glands because the main stress hormone cortisol is produced there. And but But it's not just the adrenals. I've found in my experience in practice that sometimes the stress is more exclusive to the nervous system. And if I measure the adrenal glands, they're fine. And when we do measure the adrenal glands, there's different stages of stress. And I like to translate into regular words that when you experience stress for the first time in your life, it's kind of like having a car with a full tank of gas and you've got a lot of errands to do so you're buzzing around you're driving fast you're zipping here you're zipping there you got to do this you're doing two things at once you're multitasking you're staying up late you're on overdrive oh my (laughs) sounds like a day in the life for me (laughs) typical mom man every mom function like that so so that's a hyper function of the adrenal glands where your body's in overdrive driving fast but you can only drive fast until you run out of gas. Exactly. So stressed out comes first, burned out comes later, mm. which we call adrenal fatigue. But some of my patients who tell me all the things that are stressing them out, when I have measured their adrenal glands, I found that they were not driving fast or driving slow. Sometimes I talk about how much gas is in the car, and we call that adrenal reserve your resilience, your ability to handle this. Or I say the adrenals measured fine, so I'm going to treat your nervous system instead or your gut, etc. And um, so so you can't just assume that taking a product that works on cortisol is going to work. Sure, makes sense. So could you walk us through the different testing? I would like to know what we do to measure the adrenal. I know what it is, but I would like you to explain to our listeners the different testing. So for the adrenals, I have an in-office, on-the-spot urine test that just gives me a quick feedback on the pace of the adrenal function. But the ultimate way to measure adrenals is doing four saliva samples in one day to see if you have the right amount of cortisol at the right amount of on the right time of the day. And there's also now 
the ability to measure cortisol in a hair analysis. And that would be more like your total cortisol over a two to three month period that you're spending most of your last couple of months in a state of high cortisol. So there's a few different ways to measure stress and the adrenals. And of course, I measure the blood pressure and the heart rate. I would also look at the eyes close up on the iris, the colored part of the eye. There are these markings you can get on the eyes that we call stress rings or or and they're more to do with the nervous system and also we will check the pupil reflex so when we shine the light on the black pupil innermost part of the eye that the way it responds to light represents the adrenal glands and if you're in adrenal fatigue if you're burned out we will check your blood pressure lying down and then we'll ask you to sit or stand and we'll do your blood pressure a second time. And if the blood pressure drops, it's not ready fast enough for the change in posture, that's a sign of adrenal fatigue. So so there's a lot of different ways. Even, sure. even, even from Chinese medicine, we can take the six pulses on the two wrists and we'll check your kidney yin and your kidney yang. So there's there's all different little ways that naturopaths can put the pieces together. And, um, but, but I want to comment one of my favorite comments when I'm talking to a patient about stress and, and how to get through that time or recover after that time. There's a million things I could say or give a patient, but, but I want to share the top three. Okay. So I'm going to let you guess, what do you think is the number one way to handle stress or recover from stress? Well, if I had to take one guess, I would have to go with sleep. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I got it right. Yeah, you yeah. got it right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so sleep is the best thing I've seen. Sleep more, take naps, take your vacation. Anything you can do to get more rest of every kind, but especially sleep, can drastically help you handle the stress and recover from the stress. And in the chemistry of our body, the hormone melatonin that is in abundant amount when we're sleeping, we need melatonin to sleep, it is opposite to cortisol. So when cortisol is high, it naturally increases in the morning to wake you up. But as the day goes by, cortisol is supposed to drop off and be exchanged with melatonin. So you're not supposed to have a lot of melatonin in the morning, but you need the melatonin at night. Sure, so, makes sense. Yep. Yeah. So in lifestyle medicine, it would be if you want the cortisol to come down, you sleep more. So okay. that's that's great. So so that's number one. And what do you think is number two? Okay, this one I won't get right. But I was thinking breathing would be a big one. That's a good answer, but I <laughs> not will, what you're looking for. Though. I will say I will give you a hint that it has something to do with food. Something to do with food. So, okay, nutrition then, clearly. Eating more, dot, dot, dot. Eat, I don't know. I would protein. Say protein. Protein. Oh, protein. protein. Okay, no, I would have said greens. So, yeah, I'm protein. way off. <laughs> so, so when someone's under a lot of stress, I ask them to increase their protein. But honestly, when I look, most people are not consuming enough protein anyway. Whether we're working on hormones or stress or blood sugar a lot of people now that we're very plant focused in our cooking, which is wonderful, that doesn't mean we drop the protein. That's what I was going to ask you. So 
What do you mean by that? Why is it protein? And what do you do if you're on more of a plant-based diet? Well, you can get the protein from plants. So you're not just having sautéed spinach and broccoli without having the beans, the lentils, the seeds, the nuts. Okay. So it's just about making sure it's a balanced meal, but plant-based is fine. And what does the protein do? The protein is digested into amino acids, and amino acids are the building blocks of many neurotransmitters, those chemicals that run the brain. Many of them are calming, and they help with mood and relaxation, etc. And having regular sufficient protein also stabilizes our blood sugar, so we're not riding a roller coaster with our energy, our blood sugar, or our emotional state. So we're more, sure. more stable, right? Mm-hmm. So it does a lot of things, but, uh, but protein's number two. And there's one more. Well, the third one, I would say supplements. No. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so I got one out of three. three. I got two. one out of three. Okay, one. Okay, okay. One. okay. that's okay. So, so the third one is change your thinking oh. or mindset. Okay. So those in over 30 years of practice, my... Top three stress hacks are get more sleep, get more protein, and change your thinking. So you could do breathing and meditation and prayer to change your thinking. But if you really think about it, it's not the event that stresses you out. It's how you feel about it. Exactly. Right? Yes, you are correct. So you could have a row of houses that got burglarized or or a whole neighborhood catches on fire or gets a flood or something super stressful. And not all of those people are suffering the same amount. One person might be happy because they're going to get lots of insurance money and they're going to renovate. That's true. Whereas another person is devastated because that home has been in the family for three generations and they just finished their dream reno, right? Yeah. So it's how you feel about it. So So putting a realistic, balanced mindset and then growing that into a positive growth mindset is is paramount. So it's all in the perspective. It is. It is. And and there's ways to help you change your thinking. And you could use different things like affirmations. I mentioned prayer. You could have journaling. So you, you want to release the negative emotions, replace them with the positive emotions and and it matters a lot you could do tapping or emotional freedom technique or body talk so so you can do these things yourself at home or you could go see a practitioner to help you with various healing methods that can help you with that mindset okay oh that's sounds great all of those ideas and tips and methods yes yeah i yeah yeah even you just mentioning them uh, was calming me, yeah, <laughs> calming yeah. me down a bit, you know, thinking, yeah, that's true. Like yeah. when I look at things from a different perspective or I don't dwell on them because I find that if I dwell on it or relive a moment, I'm starting to feel all that stress again or anxiety. Exactly. Again, as if it's happening to me again. Exactly. Just, and and yeah. sometimes I tell people silly little things. Sometimes I'll write like 20 things on a piece of paper and I'll say, okay, here's your list. Do whatever you want. And on there would be breathing exercises or meditation. Simple, simple things. Take a walk. Oh, yeah. Go into nature. Surround yourself with nature. Go play with your pet. 
Those are all great things. Listen to music. Exactly. Right? Music. Yeah. Have a bath. Yes. Put some Epsom salt in there. Get some essential oils. Play your musical instrument. Go hug somebody. Yeah. So there's like a million ways to let the stress go. And and the other thing I want to mention is the word stressor. So usually in conversations about stress, people are thinking emotional stress, relationships or job or studying as a student or, you know, problems with bullying and things like that. Those are emotional stressors. There are other things that strain the human body that are not necessarily emotional. So things like temperature fluctuations in Ontario are very stressful on the, on the physiology of the human body. So last week we were walking around in bikinis and this week we've got our mitts back yeah. and our hats. Our hats and so, our winter jackets. Yeah, yes, you yeah. Are, yeah. That's hard on the body. And, and in medicine, stress is defined as change. So if you're starting or stopping a new diet, if you're starting or stopping a, a new relationship and, and the stressor doesn't have to be negative, it could be positive. You're excited. You just got married. You bought a new house. You have a new baby. Life is awesome. But the amount of change that goes with that stresses the body. And then there's electromagnetic pollution, all this Wi-Fi stuff. That's another stressor on the body. Protein deprivation, sleep deprivation. So there's many different kinds of stress. So so I, I want our listeners to know that it's not exclusive to just negative emotional events in life. Yeah, that is very important to point that out because yeah. we don't think about that. I know I don't think about any of those things you just mentioned. Puberty, menopause. So, so when yes. I do a physical exam on a child who's like 11 to 13 years old, and uh, or even a younger child, I will see the stress rings and I will see some of the things that I'm mentioning. And I'll say, oh, I see some stress rings to the parent. And I'll say, it's okay. It's probably just a growth spurt, right? Yes. Um, and of course, I'll make sure that it's only that. But also in menopause. So the adrenal glands, they have a lot of work to do when you're going into puberty. And on the opposite phase of that when your childbearing years are coming to an end when you're in menopause or andropause the reverse is happening the adrenal glands are very busy so in women when we have menopause when the ovaries retire and stop ovulating and making hormones for you the body is designed to ask for more hormone production from the adrenals so they used to make a little bit of hormones but after menopause they will be the main producer of estrogen, testosterone, etc. And so I will see adrenal issues in menopause. Most of the menopausal supplements in my profession are centered around adrenal support. Okay, and that leads me to my next question, which is what would be supplements or herbs or something beyond those three major things we spoke about, which was sleep, what was the second one again? Hold on. Oh, protein, more protein, and then change your thinking. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. 
So, so there's many, many supplements. Some, some of them are focused on bringing cortisol down. I also like to recommend a lot of teas as well. Nothing nice. like a nice little cup of lemon balm tea to balance your neurotransmitters or chamomile tea. But if you're working on cortisol, you might want some holy basil tea. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of um, teas that don't underestimate the power of the right cup of tea. But when we're under stress that is emotional stress or academic stress, or there's just a lot on your plate, you're handling a lot. If you're a business owner and a mom and having a relationship issue somewhere in your life, when you're thinking about all that, your brain is consuming exaggerated amounts of B vitamins. So with emotional stress, I often recommend B complex vitamins. Mm -hmm. Each one is a little different, but B complex has you covered and that will help with energy and mental function, memory, mood, focus, concentration. So that's a pretty popular one. And that I usually give towards the beginning of the day because that's when you want the energy to put in a good day. But when the stress has been more long-term, it'll burn up all your magnesium. And, oh. and magnesium is a very common deficiency. And I would guess about 80% of my practice, I find on testing that my patients are deficient in magnesium. And I give the magnesium more at the end of the day because magnesium is more of a calming mineral. And it's usually prescribed with calcium based yes. on how the hair test shows me. And that would help a person who the stress is affecting them with their sleep quality, sleep duration, blood pressure, muscle cramps, menstrual cramps, depression. So magnesium, those are the two favorites. But there was something really interesting that I learned about vitamin C a few years ago. And I was shocked and appalled that I could be a naturopath for this many decades. And I didn't know this one little piece of information that was such a big deal to me. And I heard that 95% of the vitamin C in the body is stored in your adrenal glands. And I oh. historically had not been using vitamin C that much for stress. But now when I see that the stress is affecting someone's immunity or they are bruising easily, I'm, I'm looking for vitamin C deficiency more often now in my stressed out patients. And that will be seen in the adrenal gland um, test or no? How no, would you know? No, vitamin C is, is tested in a different way. Okay. There, there is a, a urine test and there's a saliva way of testing vitamin C as well. Okay. Yeah. And then there are numerous other products out there that are focusing on the nervous system or do, and, and when I say adrenals, there's three, three ways that a herb works. Do you want the adrenals to calm down because they're in overdrive? Do you want the adrenals to uh, perk up because they're exhausted? Or do you need more gas in the car? Okay. So there's adrenal tonic, puts gas in the car. There's adrenal sedatives and there's adrenal stimulants. So so it gets a little bit tricky to pick the sure. right supplement. And, yeah. and also you have to make sure that the supplements don't clash with any prescription medications. You have to really... That's Schedule a big one. that and coordinate that, exactly. Or if someone has a vulnerability, because I remember with my dad, 
he had, his kidneys weren't uh, functioning at a good level. Exactly. And so, yeah, sometimes, uh, so that can become complicated. And that is why we just don't go to the drugstore, not drug, I mean, the, the uh, like a nature store, natural store, or health, health food store. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. And just pick out um, our own supplements thinking that, uh, fine, we can just take them without having the advice yeah. from our naturopath. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, well, thank you so much. I learned a ton more. I already thought I knew everything about stress. Clearly, I did not. I hardly knew anything. That's okay. You passed the quiz at the end. At the end. At the end. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah. Anything else we should add, though? Um, no, I think that's good. I, I enjoyed that. I, we any any so many of my comments. I could have a whole other podcast on the nervous system or the blood pressure or how do you sleep more, sleep better. So if we go back to my favorite comment, number yes. one way to combat stress is get more sleep. What if you can't? So maybe our next podcast yes. will be on how to get a good night's sleep. All right. So that's what we're gonna do next. So. Unless you guys reach out to us and give us a suggestion for what you would like to hear us talk about next. So thank you for listening. Yes, thank you so much. And bye for now. Bye.